So I want to share with you a follow-up, yung kadugtong sa message natin last week. Do you remember last week I told you the story nung uh, inuwi namin si Zion for the first time from the hospital? At pinakita ko sa kanya yung, yung bahay. Actually, it's an apartment. Pero sabi ko, this is the car. Dito na tayo sa, sa bahay. And let's just go in the front door. And then pinakita ko sa kanya yung room. This is our room. This over here. Now, this is your room. Kasi pinaghandaan ko talaga yung room niya. For how many months I prepared a room for him? And so I said, this is your room. These are your clothes. This is your closet. This is your toys. This, this, is, this, is, this area is for you. This is the ref, you know, and, and this is your car seat. This is your bed. And one by one, I just toured him. Ewan ko kung talagang nag-gets niya or nakita niya. Pero somehow I believe na makakapasok din yan sa subconscious niya. And I'm just showing him, this is yours. This is your, All of this is for you. This, all this is yours. And you know, dahil siya ay naging tunay na anak ko na by blood, kahit mag-DNA test ka, talagang mapaprove na anak ko yan. Wala nang ibang boyfriend si Bambi. Ako lang. Okay, just for the record, it's legal, it's proven na dahil naging anak ko yan, legal tagapagmana siya sa akin. You know, he's a legal heir of everything I own. And anything that I have, if he needs it, it's his. You know, I, I would give it to him. And I've prepared it and I'll spend the rest of my days preparing for his provision for his education, for his future. And the Bible says the righteous would even leave an inheritance for the children's children. <laughs> and I hope that matutupad uh, yan. Of course, it's in God's hands. We, we put our hope in the Lord, not in finances. But I, I do believe that it's wise to prepare uh, because that's what God does for us. Sabi ni Jesus, I will go and prepare a place for you. And the Bible says that we are heirs of God. And co-heirs with Christ. Tandaan mo, it's all by grace. Just like yung pagiging tagapagmana ni Zion, that was by grace. He didn't work for it. He didn't pay. I paid the hospital bills. And I paid for the room and the paint and the, everything. With God's provision, it came through us. And it was by grace sa kanya. There's a price, pero napunta sa kanya by grace for free. And did you know that your inheritance from the Lord is by grace? You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to work. You don't have to do anything. Just be born. Just be born spiritually into His family. And you become a blood relative. By birth, it's legal. You're an heir and a co-heir with Christ. I really want this church to get a solid foundation and a balanced teaching about this. I want you to begin to believe and begin to receive your inheritance. I told you last week, don't doubt that you are a son. Or kung babae ka, you're a daughter. Okay? Don't doubt it. When Satan tells you, I hindi katunay na Christian, don't believe that. Don't doubt that you are a son, and you are an heir. Maniwala ka. Don't reject it. Don't say, oh, I'm not worthy. Kagaya ng ginawa ng prodigal son when he was coming back. The moment na sinabi niya, I'm not worthy to be called your son. Ay, doon nag-react. Doon nag-interrupt yung father. Say, whoa, 
stop it right there. Put the robe on. Put the shoes on. Put it. No more. No more na ganyan na. Uh, wala nang ganyanan. I'm not worthy. I'm not really a son. Hindi ako tumunay na Kristiano. Wala nang ganyanan, huh? Don't doubt that you are a son. Alamin mo kung sino ka at kung anong meron ka sa Panginoon Jesus. And don't waste your inheritance. Don't waste it. The younger son, sa story ng prodigal son, wasted his inheritance. Sinayang niya, nilustay niya sa labas ng bahay with his rebellious attitude. The older son also wasted the inheritance inside the house. Na hindi siya nag-avail, hindi siya nag-enjoy. Hindi siya nag- hindi niya minaximize the joy and the pleasures forevermore that were at the right hand of his father. And I hope, mga Kristiyano, you don't waste the opportunity to enjoy the inheritance that you have from God. Huwag mong sayangan ang pagkakatoon na ito. When you come for worship, don't waste any moment. When you have a, a word a preaching, a word from God, you write with your ball pen, you open your heart, you receive both sermons on both channels, the physical and the spiritual, and you don't let the bird get the word. You make sure that you maximize your inheritance. You got a word today. Tagapagmanaka to receive a word, a rich word. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. <laughs> Come on, you've got an opportunity today to have another withdrawal of your inheritance. And there's more. And there's a lot more. Just don't try to earn it. You, don't, you cannot earn it. You can only receive it. You can only say thank you. Uh, okay, so you read these scriptures. Romans 8.32 Since he did not spare even his own son won't he also give us everything else second corinthians chapter 1 verse 20 all the promises of god the answer as far as god is concerned ang sagot tungkol sa kanyang mga pangako ay yes yes and amen god will never give a no regarding his promises all of his promises are yes yes lord may i yes lord can i yes lord will you yes Lord, you could heal me if you're willing. I'm willing. He's always willing. The answer is yes, yes, and amen. Nasa atin lang if we will agree by saying our amen. You know, amen means, yep, I agree. So, I mean, he, he says yes, but we have to come on board with his word. We have to come into alignment with his word. At maki-agree sa kanya by saying Amen. I believe. So I, I want you to know that we are heirs. It's a package. Ang kaligtasan po natin is a package full of benefits. There is provision. Lahat ng mga pangako ng Diyos na nasa salita niya. The, the cross of Jesus. Alam mo yung ginawa ni Jesus sa cross was not just to remove your sin. It was to give you much, much more. Not just to give you a ticket. Like a bus ticket, na makakapasok ka sa langit. The atonement, yung package na benefits of what Jesus did on the cross para sa atin includes provision and healing 
and restoration and victory over temptations, victory over bondages. You get the fruits of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. You get abundance, health. I, I, I had a sermon earlier in 2010 called Wealth. Remember that? Wealth, power, and fame. Think about it. What more could you want? That's what everybody in the world is chasing after. But that's your inheritance. The wealth of God, the fame and glory of God, and the power of God. So I just want to lay a foundation. All of this is yours. All of this inheritance is yours. Now, <laughs> somebody will eventually become discouraged because sasabihin mo, Tim, I believe you're, what you're saying. Naniniwala ko dahil na pinakita mo naman yung mga scriptures at kinoconfess ko na I'm an heir, I'm a son. Kinoconfess ko and I believe it but how come I'm not really experiencing it? Bakit? It's, it's not working for me. Why am I still sick? Why am I still poor? Why am I still depressed? Sabi sa Luke chapter 10 verse 19, sabi ni Jesus, I've given you power that you can trample on snakes and scorpions and overcome all the power of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Now, how, now somebody will say, how, why I'm not trampling? Why am I not overcoming the power of the enemy? Why am I falling into sin and temptation? Why is the benefit not helping me? Sabi sa Psalms chapter 2 verse 8, Ask and I'll give the nations to you as your inheritance. Okay, come on, listen. This is the word of God. Psalms 2 8, Ask me and I will give the nations as your inheritance, the ends of the earth as your own possession. <laughs> and you would say, but, but pastor, I'm not really receiving the, the nations. I'm not even a somebody in my barangay. Pick on pa ako sa classroom. And you said that I'm going to have the nations. I'll rule and reign with Christ and have all of this. Why is it not happening? Well, here's the answer. Are you ready for the answer today? Because last week I gave you all the good news, all the good news, all, and I'm giving you now all the good news again. But here's the answer. Kung bakit na sometimes masasabi mo, I'm not experiencing itong mga benefits na sinasabi ni Pastor Tim sa sermon. I'm not trampling. I'm not victorious. I'm not rich. I'm not having this in my life. Okay, the answer is this. You have everything in the Spirit. The Bible even says you're seated in heaven. Did you know that? That in your spirit, so, so much as your spirit is concerned, you are already rich, you are already holy, you are already uh, a new creation, you are already beautiful, you are already healed, you are already risen from the dead in advance of your kamatayan. You are in the spirit. You're already seated with God in Christ in the heavenly. Okay, but that's just a, a, a part where a body, soul, and spirit. So there's still another part of me that's 
not yet experiencing and not yet enjoying the inheritance. So if you look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 29, at derecho tayo, past the book of Galatians chapter 3, into the first verses of chapter 4. Chapter 3, Galatians, verse 29. Now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs. And now all the promises God gave to him belong to you. Amen. Chapter 4, verse 1. Let's go. Think of it this way. If a father dies and leaves great wealth for his young children, those children are not much better off than slaves until they grow up. Even though they actually own everything their father had. So, so imagine isang mayaman. Now he has uh, land, you know, clothes, gold, servants, everything. Lahat, lahat yan. And he dies and uh, kung sino yung mga anak niya, lalo na yung firstborn, naging tagapagmana. Pero itong bata nito, yung naging tagapagmana, ay bata pa. Sa totoo lang, sa Roman culture noon, and this was written in a Roman culture, Romans were the uh, superpower of that day. The Roman culture, if you're age 0 hanggang 14, you are under what's called a tutor. Okay? It's like probably sa panahon ngayon, yung mayayaman ngayon is may yaya sa kanilang mga anak. Na yung yaya is 24-7, stay in. Siya yung talagang nag, uh, nagbabantay sa bata. And yung bata ay tagapagmana, but the yaya is assigned to take charge of that child. Okay? He has to eat when the yaya says, it's time to eat. The yaya will say, it's time to take a bath. Oh, you have to obey. Balang araw, yung bata na yan, magiging boss ng yaya, di ba? Amen. Magiging, magiging boss yan, balang araw. But right now, you have to obey kung anong sinasabi ng yaya. Right? And that was the culture because wala naman silang schools noon. So everybody was homeschooled. So the tutor would teach and take care and take charge of the son, the child's son. Then at age, you know, 14 hanggang 24, the child was now maturing. Alam mo, dadaan dun sa adolescent years na may pagka-rebellion na konti. Ano mo yan? Pag teenage years, minsan uh, masyadong maraming alam. Sumasagot pa sa magulang. And he was under what's called a guardian. A guardian. At age 25, that child is no longer a child. Now he becomes... Uh, the term was adopted as a son. But don't misunderstand the word adopted. It's really not the same as we use today, no, yung word adopted. What it meant was the word adopted sa Greek comes from a, two words. The first word means son. And the second word means to place or to position or to establish. So it means to establish or to formally position the son in his rightful, full rights place. So the Bible here in verse 1 of chapter 4, Galatians, says that while 
the child, the young child, is still a child. Walang masyadong difference between him and one of the servants. Halos kapantay siya sa mga slaves because he is not really allowed to just do whatever he wants to do. He's not really allowed to just take the money and run away. You have to be positioned as a son before you could actually get your hands on the goodies. Are you following me? And I think that in our Christian life, some Christians misunderstand. When I preach about the inheritance, you're rich, you're healed, you're prosperous, you have all of these benefits of God, it's all yours, it's all yours. Ask and the nations, ask and you'll receive, seek and you'll find, it's all there for you. That is all true in the ultimate sense. But if you question, if you wonder, why is it not activated in my life right now today? Here's what I want to share with you today about. It's all about maturity. The more I grow mature, the more of my inheritance I will experience and enjoy. You are a full-fledged, 100% heir. Tagapagmana ka. But it does not mean, hello, it does not mean that you can just spend everything on your own pleasures right now all at once. Si Zion, halimbawa, siya isang kaisa-isang tagapagmana namin. Right? But I will not just give him the keys to the Honda on day one. I will not just give him all the passbooks and all the cash and whatever right now while he's still sitting there asleep in his baby seat. Right? But he owns it. He can have it when he needs it. When he can handle it. Are you following me? I would love to give him any food he wants. If he wants to have a steak, ribeye steak, T-bone steak, there's no problem about the provision. I will give him everything he wants. The problem is, wala siyang ipin. He can't chew it, but I would give it to him. God will give you everything. There's no problem with God giving you anything you ask for. In the mind of God, He's already done it. He's already purchased everything you'll ever need for the rest of your life. He doesn't have to wonder, where will I get the budget to buy her needs or his needs? No. God has already provided everything in Christ. There's no problem with wealth, with fame, with power, with authority, with provisions and abundance. Walang problema yan sa side ng Dios. But we don't have the teeth to chew it. We are still not yet matured enough to handle it. And there's a process of maturing. So the more that I mature, then the more of my inheritance I will experience and enjoy. 
The moment you become a baby Christian, the very day that you receive Christ and are baptized, you already get some of the inheritance. You get some initial. Ephesians says that the Holy Spirit is already the down payment, the guarantee that you are an heir. You'll get everything. So you already get some of the fruit of the Spirit. How many of you know the first day when you were a newly born again Christian? You felt some joy. You experienced some victory. You heard the voice of God. You felt that that's already a part of your inheritance. But that's not the ending. That's just the start. There's a lot more coming. And you will experience more and more and more for the rest of your life. Hindi maubusan ang mana na naka-assign to you. But as you mature, you'll get more. As you mature, you'll get more. As you mature, you'll get more. Maturity does not earn your inheritance. You cannot earn it. Maturity does not even qualify you to be an heir. You're already an heir. It's by grace. You cannot earn or work for it. Maturity just opens up you. It doesn't release God. He's already released. Maturity, as you grow spiritually mature, it releases you. It opens you up to contain and to understand what you've got. As you mature... You start to believe who you are in Christ. See? Because actually, maturity is not about age. Maturity sa Panginoon is not about how old you are or how many years you've been attending church. It's not about how much Bible knowledge you have. Maturity is about how much you can believe the Word of God. It's having that understanding and believing that what he says is true. He says, I'm a son. I believe I'm a son. That makes you mature. Immature, according to the context of Roman, uh, ng Galatians, dito, if you read the whole book of Galatians, it's all about the law. And you're following the law, trying to be righteous with God by obeying rules. That's immature. Galatians. It's immature to follow the law. Maturity is living under grace. When you understand and believe, as you mature, it opens up opportunities for you to access certain things that immature people cannot access. Immature people are still trying to please God still trying to work for their salvation or work for the approval. That's very immature, and you'll never have peace if you're constantly trying to work. You'll never have assurance of salvation, peace, assurance of salvation, power, authority, all of these benefits that are your inheritance. Hindi mapapasayo yan when you're still on the immature style. Trying to earn and trying to work and obey rules and laws. But as you mature and, and leave behind the law and come under grace 
and serve God, not because you have to, but because you love him and you want to. Love matures you, and you just serve now, and you just love him, and you obey, not because you're afraid of being rejected. You obey because you're so thankful that he accepted you. That's maturity. And with that maturity comes more benefits. You can withdraw from your inheritance. You get assurance of salvation, peace of mind. The second one there, it is possible... To be a child of God, but not yet a son of God. Nakuha niyo yan? Sulat mo, explain ko. It's possible, maaring, na naging anak ka ng Diyos, child, ayon dun sa John chapter 1, verse 12. To as many as who have received Him, Jesus Christ, He gave the right to become children of God. Now, sa Greek, that word children is a word technon, T-E-C-H-N-O-N, technon. And that means a dearly beloved child, an infant, a baby, by birth, tenderly loved. It's your basic relationship. John chapter 1 verse 12 says, whoever receives Christ becomes a technon. You have the right to become a child birthed into the family of God. Pero yung technon na yan, it means a baby. An immature, tenderly loved baby, just like my son. Siya isang technon. Zion the technon. Sounds like a superhero, huh? <laughs> but it just means he's spiritually born of God. Okay? And he is... Like his father in nature, so far as the DNA is concerned. And marami nagsasabi na, oh, kamukamu. You know, I like that. I like to hear that. Because he's a good-looking boy. And marami nagsasabi na, he looks like you. Pero let's be honest. He doesn't look like me. He looks like a baby, right? But he looks like that he will look like me someday. Does that make sense? He looks like he will become a look-alike someday. But he doesn't really look like me right now. He looks like a baby. So he is actually just like me, not in physical appearance, not in voice. His voice doesn't sound like my voice. Yet, okay, but he is like me in the seed that's in him. The spirit man of him is a full-grown man like me. He is just like me. He is an offspring of me in the seed that's in him in so much as the DNA is concerned. It's just a matter of time, mga kapatid. As he grows, it's just a matter of years. He will become like me. He'll begin to talk like me. He'll begin to have the same values as me. He'll love the things I love and he'll hate the things that I hate. Are you catching this for the spiritual application? Now, in the Bible... 
Let's look at Romans chapter 8, verse 14. It says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Now, so John chapter 1, verse 12, it says that if you receive Christ, you become a child of God. Dito sa Romans chapter 8, it says, those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons. Now, it's a totally different Greek word. Son and child is not the same word. The word dito po sa Romans chapter 8, verse 4, 14, for son, it's huios. Okay, so, so you spell it H-U-I-O-S. Huios. Okay? And this huios is very different than technon. Technon is the baby. Huios is a full-grown son. The 25-year-old who had been established officially and confirmed as a matured son, just like the father, not only in nature or in the seed of DNA, but just like the father in practice, in looks, and in actions. And as you mature, as we mature, mga kapatid, sa ating panampalataya, we will begin, it's a process, but we will begin more and more to be transformed by the renewing of our minds and our life will be transformed and we will look more and more like our Father in heaven. Although sa spirit, we're already like Him, but in our soul, sa ugali, sa ating practice and attitudes and actions, we are not yet like Him, but we are becoming more and more look-alike Him and acting like Jesus and talking like Jesus and having the priorities of Jesus. And that is the goal of our maturing. And each level of maturity opens up another level of inheritance that we can get our hands on to experience and to enjoy. Okay? So don't be discouraged if I said, oh, you're rich, and, you're, and, you're, and you say, oh, I'm not experiencing it. I'm not enjoying all of the benefits na sinasabi nila sa church. doesn't work for me. You have an inheritance and you're already tasting some of it. But in order for you to get more and more and more, you just need to grow mature. And then number three is that God loves His children the same. But He treats each one differently does that make sense for those parents that had many children na iba ibang edad na there's a 2 year old a 12 year old and a 20 year old how many of you know the mother loves the 2 year old the same as the 20 year old and the 12 year old but yung pagtrato nila sa sa mga anak nila is different depending on the age isn't that right? Yeah, the two-year-old could get away with a lot of naughty things, right? 
He could even poop in his diaper and everybody will just say, it's okay. You know, when I changed Zion's diaper, then kahapon he even peed right in the face of the doctor. <laughs> right in the face of the doctor. Bullseye, you know, I just... And we just said, you know, that's a bastos niya na. But we just said, it's okay. It's okay. Because at that age, we treat him differently. But if you're 12 years old, and you pee in the face of your doctor, it's not okay. Are you following me? So I just want to let you know that God loves you. No matter what level of maturity that you're on, God loves you. He, he's so pleased with you. He, he's proud of you. And He would bless you. But He will treat you according to your level of maturity. Does that make sense? He will not put power and authority at a high level on your hands if you are not capable of handling that. Just like uh, Bambi and I will, we will give Zion anything he wants. Sa you can have it. If he would uh, ask, if Zion will ask, uh, actually, hindi pa siya nagsasalita, but if ever, na mag, magsasalita siya at sasabihin niya, Ma, pa, makikicharge ako ng cellphone ko. Pwede ba makikicharge dito sa inyo? Well, of course, I'll pay the electric bill. Of course, you can plug in and use all the electric, every mga saksakan sa buong, all, everything, you can use it. No problem. It's yours, you can have that. You don't even have to beg. But at this time, at his level, we will actually put some blocks there. We will put some harang there para hindi siya makikialam sa mga saksakan. So, it's a kind of, let's say, a discipline or a kind of... It's not that we will take away his privilege to use the electricity in our house. It's that we will temporarily restrict access to certain things that would harm him. It's temporary though. And God would temporarily restrict access to the good things and privileges that you are meant to enjoy and that you are destined to enjoy. Tandaan mo, God is not withholding good things from you. Never doubt His goodness. God is never saying no to you. He's saying yes, yes, and amen. But there may be times when ang karanasan mo is a restricted access to the benefits that you're destined to enjoy and experience because of the, the, the level of your maturity. Maybe it could be that your motive is very immature and that if God releases you or gives you access to that benefit or that inheritance, it would harm you. For example, Walang problema ang Dios sa money. He, he will give you the wealth. The Bible says, if He did not withhold His Son, will He not surely give you everything else? No, 
seek first the kingdom of God, all these things will be added. Walang problema ang Dios sa wealth. He will give you as much wealth as you need. No problem. But, listen, here's the thing. If your motive is very immature, and you want wealth because you're putting your hope in money instead of in God. If your immature motives is you're finding security in possessions, or you find your significance in having a lot of money, then it's possible that God, in His grace, will temporarily restrict access to the wealth that is yours. It's not that God takes, takes away your money. Oh, it's yours. Everything's yours. The heaven's yours. The sky's the limit. It's yours. But remember, as long as he's a child, he's not much different than a slave until he matures. Once you get away from depending on money, once you mature past getting your security from this earth, then anything you need, it's already, it's already there. Okay? Supposing we're talking about power. God has no problem to give you power. God gave David power, Solomon power, Abraham power. Great men of God had had power. They were world rulers. Joseph. I mean, so many. The, the list is on and on. God would love for you to be promoted to the presidency. God would love that. He delights in the prosperity of his children. No problem. But if you are having such an immature motive, why you want power? You want to be popular because you get some significance when people like you? You feel good when people celebrate you? And your self-esteem is basi sa popularity or sa people following you or liking you, then that's not a matured motive. Are you following? That's very immature because God knows that kind of thing is very unstable. Jesus was famous. He wants you to be famous. But listen, Jesus had the maturity to go along with the fame. Did you know that Jesus was being followed by multitudes of people? Even just the week of his crucifixion, they celebrated him. Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They put their coats down on the mud so that his donkey wouldn't get too dirty. You know, they were celebrating Jesus. And just the next days, they, they crucified him. If Jesus put his dependency or if Jesus got his mission or his self-worth doon sa popularity ng mga tao, then it would be very unstable. Alam ni Jesus na very unstable, the praises of man. So I'm just telling you, anything that you want or need, anything that is a part of the inheritance, God has no problem. He's given it to you already. But you might not get your hands on it yet if you don't grow up. Okay, here's an Old Testament example. You know the story of 
the children of Israel. Okay, the, Moses brought them out of slavery. And here's what God promised them. A land of milk and honey. Ibig sabihin, napakagandang lupa. All yours. And the Bible says very specifically, go and possess, go, go take over, ariin mo, go possess the land I have given you. He did not say the land I will someday give you. The land I have given you, past tense. So God already gave them the land. But did you know that the Moses generation were so immature in their belief. They, wouldn't have a, they did not have a matured enough belief in the word of God. So when they came to, almost to the land, they said, oh no, no, there's giants there. Patay. We can't have it. We can't have what God said we could have. We can't be who God said we could be. And when you doubt and reject what God says you can have and who God says you are, then that's immaturity. In fact, many of those people even died as mga tagapagmana that never touched and never tasted those grapes. They never tasted that milk and that honey. And they died rich, wealthy, powerful, successful on paper lang. In the technical sense, they were millionaires, landowners. Do you understand? Because God said, I have given it to you. They were landowners. They were a great nation, but all just technical. It was just a good sermon, but it was never brought into their experience. Are you following me? I hope you don't go through life immature, being rich and healed and happy and successful only on paper, only on the Bible study, only on the verses that are written in the Bible pages, only in heaven in the spirit sense, but never experiencing it in your mind and in your body. I hope that you mature up. Now quickly, let's run through these last things. Three things to help mature as a child of God. Tatlong C. C, C, C. The first C is connect. Be connected. Okay, now Jesus used the word abide in John chapter 15. Read the whole chapter. Abide in me. And you will bear fruit. He said, he said, he said, I'm the vine and you're the branches. The branches dapat kapit sa vine. So connect, stay connected to Christ. Because with Christ you can do everything. Without Christ, you can do nothing. So you gotta be connected, stay connected. Aside from that, be connected to the right people. Be connected to Christ's family. Be connected to fellowship, cell group. I promise you, 
I've seen it many, many times, hundreds of times. Yung taong kahit gaano kan sincere na Christiano, the person that breaks fellowship for whatever reason, always, always goes down. Always, 100%. Even if he's a strong believer, even a preacher, a teacher, even a very knowledgeable Bible scholar, even Bible school graduate, <laughs> once they break fellowship, they go down. Once they pull away, parang yung, yung uling na, cold na, moves away from the other group, he's the first one to burn out. So stay connected. Secondly is be committed. Commit. Connect and commit. Nothing great happens without commitment. Nothing. You cannot start up a business if you're not committed. You cannot have a marriage work if you're not committed. You cannot raise a child if you're not committed. And you cannot grow mature if you're not committed. So commit. Commit. And how do you commit? Well, commit is taking a responsibility and keeping it. Taking up responsibility. Tayo kasi madalas na umiiwas tayo sa responsibility. Ayoko, ayoko. Iba, iba na lang. That's not commitment. A commitment, asapuno. Commitment means being planted. Commitment means I'm here. I'm not moving. Dito ako. I'm planted. No matter what happens, this is my conviction. This is my stand. I'm not leaving. That's commitment. <laughs> Can you commit? And the third one is communicate. Babies, immature people, cannot communicate very well. Spiritual babies do not hear the voice of the Lord consistently. Their communication sa Dios malabo. As you mature, you get better at discerning the voice of the Lord, hearing His voice, speaking to Him. Communication. Dapat 24-7, yung open communication sa Dios. That's mature communication. And then communicating with the family. You know, malabo ang relationship, malabo ang church family na hindi na communicate sa isa-isa. Basta biglang nawala ka. Hindi ka nagpaalam, hindi ka nagsabi na, oh, by the way, this coming Sunday, wala ako sa church. I'll be going to Manila. I have this like that. May guest coming. Alam mo, yan yung parang courtesy, nagpagpaalam, nagsasabi. I'm just telling you, if you, in your household, if you behaved like you do at church, your house would fall apart. Your family would fall apart, right? Na naghanda si mother ng food, nagprepare siya ng buong maghapon, nagluto siya ng marami, tapos hindi sumiput si papa. Yung mga, yung mga anak, hindi sila umuwi. Wala namang communication. Hindi na lang mag-text. Hindi nagsabi na, I'll be eating at my classmate's house like this. Diba? That's standard. And the Church of Christ is not a fast food restaurant. The church is a family. And you got to have communication in a family. 
communicate to have a successful marriage. You communicate to have a successful church. You talk to your brothers and sisters. You, you, you connect in a cell group and, and communicate. And as you communicate, the relationships deepen and you mature. Because no relationships, no maturity. Sorry, mga kapatid, walang shortcut. Maturity does not come from reading a lot of books. Maturity does not come from getting a bunch of knowledge. Maturity comes through relational interactions. Minsan banggaan, but you go through the process. Walang shortcut. Nagsasorian, and then you forgive, and that builds strength. That builds love. That builds maturity. And if you want more of the inheritance that God promised you, then you have to grow up. You have to become mature. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the inheritance that you purchased for us on the cross by the blood payment of Jesus Christ. Thank you that it's all free and by your grace. And that you've stored it up in measures that cannot be measured. And that it's all available for our taking. Ayon sa aming capacity to absorb, to consume, to utilize, maximize, and experience and enjoy. Father, teach us the way of maturity so that we may enter into and walk in a greater fullness of our inheritance. We so long to be like you, look like you, talk and act like you. That's our desire, Father. And for every benefit that comes into our lives, for every download of the inheritance, we know there's a responsibility that goes along with that. Make us faithful. Lord, find us faithful that we could rule and reign in this life. Not just in theory, but in the practical daily experience and enjoyment of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.